how do we face fear straight on? How do we overcome those feelings that we have internally when they show up for us? Um, How do we then, okay, it's in our mind. How do I become self-aware that I might be fearful? How do I overcome that to see some of the greatest things that life can bring us? Welcome to The Confident Podcast. I am Lisa Tarkington, your host of this podcast. If you found yourself hitting play on this podcast, it means it was meant for you. My goal is to help empower and guide you to become a better version of yourself through conversation, advice, and tips that are real, vulnerable, and authentic. I'm excited to have you join this journey with me. So let's get started. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to The Confident Podcast. I am your host, Lisa Tarkington. And as always, thank you so much for showing up for yourself. Thank you so much for showing up for me um, and just for the and tuning into, into this podcast. It's one of my favorite things to do weekly is to bring you so many tools and tips and share my stories of struggle to make sure that you have all of the things that you need to overcome any obstacles that come your way, as well as gaining confidence. Um, It's going to be a fun episode today. I'm going to be talking a lot about some personal things in my life that have really um, stopped me in my tracks sometimes, but other times how I overcame a lot of the obstacles that um, came my way. So let's dive into it because first what I want to share with all of you guys is that I just got back from a two-week honeymoon in New Zealand. It was fabulous. Like highly recommend if you've never been to New Zealand to head over there. Now, I will say (laughs) the flight over there was insane. I was exhausted when we landed. I think me and my husband both were. um, We had to fly to Los Angeles, and then we had to fly into Auckland, New Zealand, um, where we started our trip. Now, the deal was with me and my husband is that I planned our wedding. That happened in September, and he was in charge of our honeymoon. And he did such a phenomenal job of planning this honeymoon. So kudos to you, babe. Uh, It was just so phenomenal. it was a lot of work though, like a lot, of, like a lot of fun, lots of driving. Um, and one of the things that we really wanted from this trip was to see North Island and South Island. And so we made all of the all of the directions. We we drove everywhere. I think we were in the car almost every day for three hours. Some days. Um, We got a little better of a break, and then some days we were in the car for 10 hours um, headed to another hike. So it was one trip that I'll never forget. Um, I think I'm still having jet lag a little bit from it, uh, as some of us do after a long trip. But um, Queenstown, I highly recommend if if you've never been or are you looking to go to New Zealand. Queenstown was so phenomenal. It was a little mountain town, kind of reminded me of Boulder, Colorado, if you've been there. Um, And it was just so homey. Everybody is so nice there. It's a very safe community. I would say all of New Zealand, I felt very safe. Um, And during my time there, just some quick highlights for you guys so that we can dive into today's session. But Queenstown, like I said, was amazing. Um, My husband and I decided instead of renting a car, we were going to rent an RV. And so we actually drove a camper van across, um, across the islands of New Zealand. And so that 
that gave us the freedom to actually freedom camp or stay at camping um, places instead of having to always book Airbnbs and hotels, which was such a fun time. And I also was then able to sleep in the back sometimes when we had the long, long trips. Um, My time with my husband was phenomenal. So we both work full-time jobs. And so sometimes it's not always easy to spend a lot of quality time together as we would like. And so it was such a great time to just really just be me and him. We have two dogs at home. And so whatever, it's just even me and him there nuzzled in between us. So it was just fun to be with him. Um, We did a lot of hikes, um, one that I'll be talking about later, that I really had to overcome some fear to be able to do that, as well as my husband and I have always wanted to bungee jump. It's something that we both wanted to do before we even met each other. And so we bungee jumped. We did a bungee swing together. And it was a great time. Time. Um, I think one of the coolest things that I learned about myself throughout that trip was some, t- like I always tell t- people to take breaks, and so I'll take breaks every now and then because um, I have to practice what I preach, and I'm really big on that. But I think having two weeks away really helped not only my team um, probably be able to um, manage some expectations for themselves, me be able to continue to trust and have that responsibility on others to be able to manage things without me being there, as well as me being able to take a break to really refresh. Um, I didn't really take much of a break in December during the Christmas, the, um, the holiday season. And so it was a really big aha for me that how important those breaks are for me. Now, I'm really big on taking some time off and things, but I don't ever take that big of a chunk of time. And so it was really refreshing to really just kind of um, get re-energized for work. I remember Sunday night getting ready to go back into the office, really excited. Honestly, I was the first one into the office, just really excited um, to get back into it. And so, um, yeah, that's really what I've been up to, an amazing honeymoon, an amazing time. And which really brought me into what I wanted to chat with you guys about today because it had me thinking a lot of things that I had to overcome while I was on my honeymoon, which was fear. So fear a lot of times can really take over our minds. It can really stop us in our tracks. And honestly, sometimes for me, fear makes my body actually shake a little bit. So fear has two meanings is forget everything and run. Or it's face everything and rise. And so when we think about fear, we can think about it as forget everything and run, or we can think about face everything and rise. And so the the biggest piece of this is it's your choice. It's your choice if you want to face it head on and rise, or if you want to run away from something. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today is how do we face fear straight on? How do we overcome those feelings that we have internally when they show up for us? Um, How do we then, okay, it's in our mind. How do I become self-aware that I might be fearful? But how do I overcome that to see some of the greatest things that life can bring us? For me, fear has overtaken a lot of aspects of my life, probably since I was little. Actually, it has been since I was little. Fear stopped me from continuing to play specific sports, Fear has stopped me in my dating life over the course of the years before I met my husband. Um, It stopped me from going after what I wanted in my career for a very long time. And overall, it stopped me dead in my tracks. Sometimes I would make excuses. I would make excuses about why I wasn't doing something. But if I was really being honest with myself, it was because I was scared. 
I was allowing the fear of the unknown really take over. Um, And sometimes my body reacted to that, right? Like my heart would race. um, I would shake a little bit, um, maybe have some sleepless nights over it. Um, But other times I just didn't want to get uncomfortable. And what I've had to learn a lot about fear is that, again, it's a choice, right? I get to choose if I run from it or I get to choose if I face it forward and rise with it. In 2026 or 2016, fearless was the word, my word of the year. And literally I had a shirt, had fearless written down the side of it. It was my year to be fearless. I'll never forget that. It was, it was my year that I was going to just do whatever I wanted and be fearless. And looking back at that moment in my life when I was, I was 20, 26 at the time. So that was seven years ago when I was 26 years old. I don't really think I knew what fearless meant. I would say that I played fear a little safe. Now, don't get me wrong. I did some some really awesome things that I'll share here in a little bit. But I, but looking back, I still played it safe, right? Like I had some goals that I had for myself, but I still made sure like I had that safety net to kind of catch me just to make sure that if I failed or if something got or if I got scared, that I had that safety net to fall back on. Now, in some aspects of our lives, that's okay, right? But if I'm really going to be honest with myself, that can't, that wasn't my, that shouldn't have been my word of the year if I wasn't allowing myself to be fearless in everything that I wanted in my life. And when I, when I think about the moments in my life that um, I really was fearless, I had opportunities that I only dreamed of. When I finally got over the stories that I was telling myself in my head, the um, the thoughts of, okay, how am I going to move forward with this? The doors open for me, right? I think, and I think a lot of the fear for me also came from uh, what will people think, right? So when I'm thinking about some things for my career, dating, um, not doing well at a sport or something in my life, it always had to do with other people. It never was down to, well, Lisa, is this really what you want? And the answer was always yes, right? Like I always wanted certain things, but I allowed all the stories to kind of take over or allowed fear to take over. So I thought what I would do for you guys is kind of go down memory lane, <laughs> taking us back to when I was 18 years old um, and really um, when fear moments came up in my life and how I overcame them. Now, disclaimer, I will probably share in some of these things that fear still trickled up, but I had to overcome it. There will also be moments that when you hear some of these things, there are going to be moments in my life where fear did take over. Fear completely took over and I didn't follow through on certain things. And so looking back now, I just wish I would have pushed myself a little bit more and not played it safe. So when I was 18 years old, I was graduating from high school. I went to a small town or a small high school in the thumb of Michigan, um, which I know that people don't always talk about the thumb of Michigan. That's a Michigan thing. But it was a small town in Michigan. And I had to move away to go to college. Um, I got into a school in Chicago. I got a, got into a school in Grand Rapids, and I applied to a school in East Lansing, Michigan. So if you've ever heard of Michigan State, that is um, one of the schools that I um, applied for. And for years, my dream was to live in the city, go to Chicago for school, and really build out a broadcasting um, 
degree and a and a career. And I remember that time of my life going with my mom to check it out, um, and I just let fear take over. I really did. And I, then I was going to go to Grand Rapids. I was going to go to a school out there for broadcasting. And then at fear, I allowed to take over again because I was going to be away from the boyfriend that I had at the time. Um, it was three hours for, or two and a half hours from home. And so what I did is instead, I went to Michigan State. Um, I lived in the dorms with my best friend. I didn't even get a new roommate. That was someone that I didn't know. Um, now, in retrospect, I will say that I had the best time at Michigan State University. It was the best time. I have still my best friend, who is my roommate uh, in college. We're still best friends. She was just my ma uh, maid of honor in my wedding. Um, so those were some really great moments. But I think back to that moment of I stopped myself from from really going after what I wanted in that moment. And had I followed through with that, I wonder what my life would have been like. Now, again, I don't regret anything. It's just a moment in my life where fear kind of took over for me a little bit. Um, but it was also the first time that I was moving away from home. And so I'm proud of myself um, that I didn't let fear of leaving home take over. I will tell you, uh, Michigan State was a complete culture shock for me. Um, the way that we dressed to go to parties, the way that people interacted was completely different for a girl that grew up in a country um, country school. Um, my, my hometown was very small. And so it really opened my eyes to a lot of opportunities. So I will say I'm very proud of myself that fear did not come over, overcome that. So I would say like, that's like 50% like overcoming the fear a little bit in that goal. Uh, the next one is making like a work decision for myself. So this is where I'm really proud of myself that I did not let fear take over. So I got a job right out of college in a corporate company. And within the first six months of working for them, um, I heard some of the bosses talking about an opportunity that was coming up in Philadelphia. And they needed someone to go out there and live for the next three months. And I just happened to say, um, I'll go. And everybody looked at me like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, I'll go. And so they came back to me a couple of days later and they said to me like, is this something that you'd really want? And I said, yes, I will, I will do this. And they said, okay, pack your bags. You're leaving in a couple of days. Taking care of your health isn't always easy, but it should at least be simple. That's why for the last three to four years, I have been drinking AG1 every day, no exceptions. It's just one scoop mixed in water once a day, every day, and it makes me feel energized and ready to take on the day. That's because each serving of AG1 delivers my daily dose of vitamins, minerals, and probiotics. It's a powerful, healthy habit that's so simple. As someone who is all about self-love, confidence, and taking care of themselves, AG1 has been a staple in my household. I drink AG1 first thing in the morning, even before I have my coffee. I just have a glass of cold water, add one scoop of AG1, stir it up, and I'm ready to go. If I'm running short on time and can't mix my AG1 before heading out, I grab a, I grab a travel pack. Each has an individual serving of AG1 that's easy to mix on the go because ensuring I get my daily nutrition is important no matter what. If there's one product that I would recommend to you to elevate your health, it's AG1. And that's why I've partnered with them for so long. So if you want to take ownership of your health, start with AG1. 
Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash the confident. Again, that's drinkag1.com slash the confident. So go check it out and take control of your health. As a host of this podcast, I wear many other hats, including an ACC coach, which stands for Associate Certified Coach through the International Coaching Federation. I have gone through extensive learning and have been coaching individuals for years. I have had a front row seat at watching people transform, grow in their careers, take control of their careers, and become intentional, gain confidence, and more. I believe in the transformative power of self-discovery and personal and professional growth. If you are ready to grow either in your personal or professional life, break through limiting beliefs, and step into a life of confidence, I would love to support you. As a certified coach through ICF, I have the knowledge and expertise to coach you and help guide you on your journey. To work directly with me, visit lisatarkington.com slash coaching. Again, that is lisatarkington.com slash coaching to sign up for your free consultation. I cannot wait to help you become a better version of yourself. And I remember walking back to my office thinking, what did I just do? I don't know anything about Philadelphia. Um, I don't, I've, I've never lived anywhere else out of the state of Michigan. How am I going to do this? And had I let fear take over, I never would have lived in a different city to start uh, my journey of really loving traveling. I never would have really been on my own away from people that I know. Um, I will tell you, Philadelphia was some of the best times of my life. Um, While it was short, it was awesome. And so that led to the next opportunity for me where I moved to Houston and had a phenomenal time. I will say that that was an amazing time of my life, one that I'll never forget. I actually still travel back to Houston um, because I have found so many amazing friends from living there. And then there was a moment where I had to make a decision. I remember getting a phone call from someone saying, hey, Lisa, there's an opportunity for you back in Michigan. You can either stay in your role that you have in Texas or you can move back. And... I think I allowed fear to take over a little bit there. Now, again, everything worked out how it needed to be. But I will say in that moment, I said yes to moving back to Michigan um, because I knew it was safe. I knew it was safe to come back home. And um, I found myself moving back. And that's why I still go back to Houston a lot because I absolutely love Texas. And so that was a really interesting moment for me of I said yes to a lot of things, but then I allowed fear to um, overcome one other aspect of my career. And so that's just a note for myself of noticing like when that's creeping in, what do I need to do about it? Other decisions that I really made in my life were um, I did a lot of mission work where I um, flew to Haiti by myself. I went to Africa with a group, uh, but I didn't know anybody. Um, I did a solo retreat in Ecuador um, by myself with 14 other women um, where I learned to surf. Um, I would fly across the United States to different places to hike by myself. And had I let fear of being alone take over, I never would have, I never would have have enjoyed all of those moments. I had a lot lot of people during that time say like, how are you doing this alone? How are you, how are you making this happen? And I just knew that these are the things that I've wanted to do for a long time. So I'm not going to get scared over it. Now, don't don't get me wrong. I should say, I shouldn't say that. I should say I did get scared, 
But I allowed myself to say, these are opportunities in my life that I may, may never have again. I need to move forward with them. Um, so that was a really great opportunity for me because I didn't allow fear to t- take over. The next one is buying my first home. So uh, when I was 26 years old, I decided I was done with apartments and I was going to buy my first home. Now, fear really could have taken over here because I had to find a down payment, right? I had to do all this paperwork that no one talks about when you're trying to buy your first house. I had to learn so many things. And then on top of that, then I had to pay a mortgage, right? Like that this was mine now. And I remember in those moments being like, is this what I want to do, right? Like, am I sure this is going to plant roots here? And um, had I let fear um, overtaken that, we would not have the house that we have right now. So me and my husband actually live in the house that I bought when I was 26 years old. And it's been my home for the last seven years. And it's it's seen so many great things and um it's, it's a pretty phenomenal um, moment for me. The next one is buying my dog. <laughs> and I'm laughing at that because I, I think people probably think it's silly that I even had fear over this. But I remember when I, um, so I had a dog growing up. His name was, his name was Webster. And he was a lab and he was my best friend. And when I graduated from college, I wanted a lab. That was the one thing that I wanted. And my parents bought me a stuffed animal lab because they were like, you're going to travel all over. There's no way that this is going to happen, that you're going to be able to take care of a dog. So when I was 26 years old, actually, it wasn't 26. I was 28 at the time because uh, my dog will be uh, six this year. Uh is that I decided, okay, this is the year that I am going to. And I remember calling my dad. So I played this a little like fearful a little bit, but I called my dad and I was like, okay, so if I travel, because I was traveling a lot for work at the time, will you like watch my dog? And he offered that he he said yes, that he would. Um, And so I started to go on a search for dogs. And I found this dog that I was in love with, but I was like, okay, I got to think about it a little bit. And later that day, the owner called me and he said, hey, um, the dogs are you know, basically getting sold pretty quickly. The dog that you want, some people have asked for, um, do you want to move forward with this or not? And I remember sitting at Trivia with a bunch of friends. My heart is racing and I'm like, okay, I, I, I now have to make this decision. Like, do I want a dog? And mind you, like I shouldn't have been scared or anything, but this is another moment in my life where now I have to take care of something, right? And so um, I said yes. And had I not, I wouldn't have the best dog in the world. His name's Denver. I've probably talked about him multiple times on this podcast. He's all over my social media. I love him dearly. And again, had I let fear take over, I wouldn't have gotten the dog that I wanted. Other areas in my life that fear um, really started to creep in, but I um, overcame them was leaving my corporate job. And to do what I do now, which is run a nonprofit called Self Love Beauty, as well as coaching and speaking. Um, Had I stayed in that role um, and stayed where I was, I wouldn't be where I am today. Now, don't get me wrong. The year after was scary, right? Like I I made less money. um, My flexibility was not there. I had to learn a ton. It was a really, really hard transition for me. But the coolest thing about it and one of the things I'm proud of myself for the most is I didn't give up on myself. Um, I chose to face it um, head on and rise versus running away from it. Um, Don't get me wrong, there are still days (laughs) where that nine to five working in corporate sounded amazing, mainly because of the security um, and because I loved what I did. Um, But I was meant to do something else. And so I'm really glad that I listened to my heart on that. 
And then there was my first speaking engagement. And then there was my first coaching client. And those two monumental moments for me were huge because this is a space that I've wanted and desired to be in for a very long time. And I've been doing it for years now, almost a decade. And it's been really cool to see my growth, but it's also really cool to know that I'm utilizing my strengths. But had I let fear take over of not stepping on that first stage or taking that first client, I wouldn't be where I am today. And the other pieces. So in when my husband and I got engaged, I, I really got scared. Um, I remember crying a lot our first year of being engaged, not because I did not love my husband. He's the best thing in the world, but more because I was scared of the unknown. I was changing my last name. I was um, putting my identity in a new hat. Um, and I knew that this is what I wanted. And had I let fear take over, Oh my goodness, I would not have the best man in the whole wide world to be married to. And so had I not said yes to our first date, which honestly I almost bailed on, I'm not going to lie, um, but I called a friend and she was talking to me like, Lisa, like you're being ridiculous, like you need to go out on this first date. Had I let fear take over um, all of those moments, I wouldn't be married to the best man in the world. Um, and then recently, so these are two things that really like brought me to where I am today about like talking about fear is when we were in New Zealand, we were on a mountain hiking and we ran into someone that lives in New Zealand and she's like, oh, like, what are you guys doing on your trip? And my husband goes, oh, we're going to do Mount Taranaki tomorrow, which is a big summit. And her eyes got so big. And she said, what? You're going to do that one? I haven't even done that. And she was pretty athletic. And she's like, there's no way. Absolutely not. Like, that's very dangerous. She said, if you guys go, you need to make sure that you tell someone that you're doing it because a lot of people have to be rescued from that summit. And I just, my body just like kind of like melted a little bit. And as we're walking down the hike that we were doing, I said to my husband, um, I said, I don't know if we're going to do that. We need to look that one up. I don't want to like get us into a bad position. He's like, yep, I totally understand. But you could tell like he, he planned the trip because he really wanted to do that mountain. And so in the morning, we both talked about it and we said, let's go to the mountain if at any point we feel scared, we feel that it's not safe, we will turn around. And we did it. We did the hike. Um, I am so glad we did. That was my favorite hike of the entire trip. And I was so scared in the beginning. Like, I am not going to lie. Like, the fear definitely creeped in there. Um, but I'm so glad that I said, okay, and we made a pack in the beginning for safety. Um, and I remember we got to a point on the on the summit where we were only a little bit from the top. And my husband just said, like, I don't know. It doesn't feel really safe. And we both just agreed, like, okay, we made it to this point. Like, let's turn around. And the whole way back, our legs were pretty shaky because it was like a really tough hike. Um but how do we listen to someone else's fear and the stories that they were telling us? We never would have enjoyed the best hike we had on that trip. And so while fear creeped in because of someone else's story, I had to choose in that moment, and so did my husband, to trust ourselves to make that decision. 
And then the other thing we did is, um, so oh, we both have bucket list things. We learned both how, learned how to surf before we met, skydive before we met. We we both very much love adventure. And so one of the things we wanted to do was bungee jump. And I shared that ag- again in the beginning when I was talking about my trip. Um, but I knew that when I was in the States before we headed over there, um, anytime I talked about bungee jumping, my my like heart or my stomach just kind of like dropped a little bit, right? Like I was really nervous uh, because I didn't, um, I didn't know if I like how, what, what I was getting myself into. A little bit of fear came in. And then when we got to New Zealand, no worries. I was like, we got this. And the minute they put me in this like this cart to like go across the track, I looked down and I saw how far I was going to be bungee jumping down. I can't even remember the meters. Um, but I will say that that was one of the scariest moments for me. I'm just like hanging on and shaking. And we get up there and the guys are like just like talking to me about it. And my legs are shaking. And I am I give my husband a kiss. And I was like, okay, I'm going first because I, I don't think if I could have watched him, I would have done it. And I'm on the edge and I'm holding on to the guy behind me. And um, I'm like, please don't let go. Please don't let go because I'm shaking and I'm on this like little area. And he's like girl, I have to let you go because if you don't let me go, I'm going to go with you. And I was like, okay. And then I stood by myself. Now, mind you, I have no balance. So highly recommend like doing yoga or balance classes before you do this stuff and just shaking. And I was like, okay, let's do this. And I jumped and I am so glad I did not let fear take over because it was the best experience. And it was something that I have wanted to do my whole life. And in that moment, I could have chose to run from it or face it and rise. And I'm so glad that I that I faced it and rised. So these are moments in my life that have really been like captured in my mind as moments where I, I am so glad that I didn't let fear um, overtake um, some really great opportunities for my life. Now, there are many other moments in my life, and probably what I what I would say the most to everybody is if you haven't thought about when you've overcame fear, I really recommend reflecting on this because for me, the minute that I've overcame fear once, it made it easier to do it again, right? And, it, and to trust myself and do it again. And so um, I'm not gonna lie, there are moments where I probably still played it safe, right? Averse taking the risk. But at the same time, I am proud of myself for the moments that I did overcome it. And I know that those are monumental moments that will shift me into making those decisions moving forward and being able to overcome fear. So you don't have to make the crazy decisions like I did. I'm not saying right now, like, go be fearless and go bungee jump. I'm not saying that. I am saying that if there's something that's been holding you back or that fear has been holding you back from, I want you to give yourself a chance. Um, it doesn't have to be crazy if you don't want to do some of the things that I, I said that I've been doing, um, but make your own list. Choose your own way that you want to overcome fear and rise. Maybe that's just making a new friend. Maybe that's going to see the movie that you've wanted to see that no one has wanted to go with you, that you do it by yourself. Um, whatever that looks like for you, um, I really want you to reflect and think about how do you overcome that fear so that you can meet your goals and be your true self and reach that f- full potential. So here are some key things that I just wanted to share with you guys to consider when you are thinking about overcoming fear. So courage. So it takes courage 
to um, overcome fear and be fearless. So it's about confronting the things that are in front of us, um, not backing down, um, and being able to take those risks and facing our fears head first. The other one is confidence. Ironic that this is the Confident Podcast, uh, but the confidence one is all about believing in yourself. Um, a lot of the things that like taking on a new job opportunity or taking on new things, I had to believe in myself, right? Like I had to believe in my abilities and my skills to do these things. So confidence all is about believing in one's ability um, and their skills. And so you have to believe that you can do it and you can, right? And so you can overcome and tackle your obstacles and pursue the goals that you want to achieve. The next one is resilience. Now, many times when you are being fearless, things aren't always going to go the way that you might want them to. But it's about if something pushes you back, how are you going to move forward? Another is embracing change and challenges. So when you are embracing the challenges that come with, with fear, it is about how, how am I going to learn from this? How am I going to grow from this instead of just avoiding it, right? Like how many challenges in our lives we're like, eh, I'm just going to avoid that and not worry about that. And so it's really about embracing the challenge and um, rising above it. Next one is, I think I talk about this all the time, but it's positive mindset. Um, you have to get yourself in a good, positive, um, healthy mindset to be able to come overcome fear. Same thing when it comes with self-awareness. Self-awareness is one of the key essential skills that I teach to all of the coaching clients that I work with because it is a game changer because it helps you understand your strengths, your weaknesses, what's going to trigger you to cultivate that fearlessness. It's going to help you be able to um, embody what you need to, to be able to overcome the, the fears that are kind of um, growing inside of us. Um, another one is support system. So for me, a lot of the decisions I made, um, while I may, might have made them for myself or um, scared a little bit, I had I, I did have good support systems, right? Like I think early on in my life, um, I had my family and some friends, but as I've gotten older, I've had a lot more people in my life that have really helped support me. Um, and I'm not gonna call that a crutch. I'm actually gonna call that like kind of the momentum that I need sometimes to become more fierce. Less. And learning and growing is all about, um, is, is really important when it comes to also be overcoming um, your fears. It's about understanding that um, when you are fearless, you are more open to learning and new opportunities. It helps you embrace a growth mindset. And the more that you can challenge yourself to get comfortable with the uncomfortable, it is a game changer. Um, and then it's all about taking action. Okay, so we've talked about all of these things, but now it's about taking that action one step at a time. And I'm going to use the, the bungee jumping thing for this. If, if I would have, wouldn't have taken one step at a time when I was on that board, I actually don't know if I would have uh, continued. I had to make small steps to become fearless. And when you are thinking about your confidence, when you are thinking about the person that you want to be, fearless is really about overcoming the challenges, taking the risk to help you meet your goals and to believe in yourself. Like I said in the beginning, you get to choose if you run from fear or you get to choose if you want to rise 
And I hope that all of you guys want to rise after this um, podcast and listening to it. I know that fear is still going to creep up in my life, and I know that it probably will still creep up in your life. That's just part of one of the emotions that we're going to feel, just like how we feel really happy and excited and sad and all of those different emotions. But it's about understanding how do I use this as an opportunity to overcome maybe an obstacle in my life to reach my full potential. So my action for all of you guys listening in, because I love giving action to my clients, and so you are all getting one today, is that I want you to think about something that you've wanted to do for a long time, but fear has been holding you back from. And I want you to think about how do I get out of my own way to have that growth mindset, to overcome that limiting belief, to really meet that goal? Because I will tell you, as someone who has overcame a lot of fear, the other side is beautiful. It's like standing on top of that mountain, looking out, being like, I did this. And I want each of you to be proud of that. So thank you so much for tuning into this podcast today. As I always say, continue to spread love and kindness to everybody that you meet. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into The Confident Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, follow The Confident Podcast on Instagram and TikTok, and share it with those who might benefit. Also, if you are looking to work one-on-one with me, message and follow me on Instagram at Lisa Tarkington Official. Stay confident, stay inspired, and until next time, keep striving to be the best version of yourself. Take care.